Next up on Imagine Faith Talk. The noise of the world is causing you anxiety. You don't want to miss your exit. The enemy of greatness is distraction. This is why the pit stop is so necessary. We mistake the pit stop as laziness. We want to give God our best gift. Why am I trying to be a husband and a dad that's great? Check in with God and check in with yourself, man. What if you are actually delaying the greatness that God has put inside of you? The purpose of the pit stop, honestly, is to avoid the burnout. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. We're your co-hosts, Kevin Lushla and Donovan Donnell, and we're going to get straight into it. Now, currently, we've been in a series called I'm Tired of Success. We're trying to understand the reasons why the pursuit of success can be so draining, so exhausting to every single person trying to be a high performer with higher values operating in their highest nature. And we're continuing a conversation that we had on the previous episode that is a huge puzzle piece yeah. to the reasons that we're tired of success. Let's let, let's talk about this, Donovan. Okay, ready? Yeah. Maybe one of the reasons that you're tired of success is because you do not understand the purpose of the pit stop. Mm. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. Alert. Let me say this again. Yeah. Uh, actually, let me try to say this in a different way. Um, the reason you're tired of success is because you don't understand the purpose of the pit stop or you're even distracted from taking the pit stop. Yeah, one or the other, 100%. Donovan. Yeah. What do you see as the purpose of the pit stop? Man, the purpose of the pit stop, honestly, is to avoid the burnout, one. And I think that that's so many things that a high performance takes pride in. Oh, I just worked myself to the bone. I didn't get any sleep and I did all these things. And I think there's a lot of ego involved in this high performance for a lot of people that we're trying to help you escape from so that you can have that holistic success. But first you have to make, you have to become aware of the things that you've been avoiding that are actually there for your benefit, that are actually there to help optimize you. The pit stop is for optimization to help you have that, like Kevin told us, that sustained level of productivity, that sustained level level of being able to produce and push out and give the content and make the high quality products and services like the pit stop is so necessary it's not it's 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 not a bad thing man and we have to we have to rewire the brains we have to rewire the mind of the high performer to realize that Ooh, bro (laughs) be renewed by the transforming of your mind only god could do that And this is, man, what you said, this is such a timely message because at the, at the time that we recorded this, you and I, it was Mother's Day weekend, right? Um, Sorry, it was, yeah, it was Mother's Day weekend. And this weekend, I got to go to Utah with my family. Mm. Now, Utah is amazing because you have these beautiful unmolested mountains, you have nature, and you get to focus on the things that I think really matter, right? God family and nature we didn't really have internet so it was a time where i got to do what i think i'm going to call right now the three r's okay refuel reevaluate and remember nice i like that a lot okay good because if you don't like it i know i'm saying something wrong because you are the guru when it comes to cut the show to (laughs) words and uh, (laughs) phrases and i trust you i can't do it beautiful man i'm waiting for you to unpack it though that was really good (laughs) Oh, I'm, great. I'm, I'm so about, well, we got a whole series <laughs> based on that alone, the three R's, but please, my brother, <laughs> by all means, please share with us. Well, because think about this. I, when I was in Utah, one of the things I realized is that I got to refuel. 
I got to focus on being with the source of all creation and refuel being re-energized, rejuvenated by his way of thinking, by just being aligned with God, reading my Bible and being not distracted by the things of the world. It was so good. I got to reevaluate so much of what I thought was right and wrong by using the context of the word of God. Mm -hmm. Remember, we're talking about this whole success formula, right? Success equals, in our definition, personal alignment plus self-development times faith. I got to see where am I aligned to God and where am I not? I got to see where are the places that I have not taken the time to actually fully develop myself? And where am I not leveraging my faith? Mm -hmm. Because I had that time to do it with God in Utah. And then I got to remember, why in the world am I even on this race? Why am I trying to be a husband and a dad that's great? Why am I trying to be a musician that's great? What's the purpose of it all? And I got to journal so much, Donovan. And I realized this is something, I don't know if actually you do this. I'm actually really curious to hear. Do you ever take, I don't know if it's every quarter or if it's every, maybe like every four months, like a reevaluation of just what you're doing and why you're doing it. Or, you know, because I think every quarter has its own challenges. And if you don't go back to the source of the reason why you set that intention from the beginning, you may lose your way. So I don't know if you do anything. I don't know if you, you ever Man, practice like that. Unfortunately, my, my seasons don't come in, um, in that kind of alignment where they're disciplined sure. to come every quarter. I wish they would. That would be nice if life would just say, hey, every quarter we're going to take you through a transition. Man, I, some, some months I have three <laughs> in one month, you know what I'm saying to you? Jeez. But one thing was for sure, because of this personal alignment I have, my body lets me know. It's almost like, you know, animals out in nature, they just know when the seasons are changing or when danger is coming or when there's a forest fire or they have this instinct about them that they trust. And so for me, I don't really have that organized way on a planner, but inside of me, because of the personal alignment we talk about with God, instinctively, I know I'm actually in the midst of one right now, a shifting and a changing. And I can pick up on it because I'm so in tune with myself. I can tell when my mood is shifting, when my mind is asking me to think about something different, when the Holy Spirit inside of me is trying to get my attention. All these indicators start going off, my spidey senses. And that's that's when I'm in my journal that's when I'm looking back over what am I supposed to be committed to this season. Um, the things that I know that I'm supposed to, be, supposed to be focused on, they're on post-its in my room or they're on pictures on my wall or they're alarms on my phone. And so that's when I do that. Like, okay, where are we at? What do we just learn? This might be a test for the next season. Okay, so that's, that's my process. It's very much more sporadic, mm. um, but hey, it works for me. <laughs> so good. But what, also what I love is that because you know, to you who's listening, your seasons may be different from my seasons and may be different from Donovan's seasons. That's why we're having these conversations because we want to figure out for your season, what is the way that you can have that maintenance schedule so that you yes. can refuel, so that you can reevaluate, so that you can remember. I know I think about my wife, Donovan, bro, let me tell you right now, my wife and the mother of my child, she barely gets a second Yikes. to herself. And I almost feel like sometimes her going to sleep, that is the rejuvenation that she can get. Because once she's, on, once she's up, she's on, 
right? So I know we have talked about, she and I, what does it look like to help you get that reevaluation, that refueling, that remembrance? How can I help as a husband and a father, right? You as a young professional, maybe you have a nine to five. Maybe it's a little bit different from my season where, you know, as an entrepreneur, we kind of can, it's hard at times, but we have to schedule out our seasons. So I feel like this conversation is so important because what you don't want, most importantly, is to be distracted from the pit stop that you need. Yes. Because sometimes we are not thinking about that. I don't know, Donovan. You yeah. do not want to be distracted from your pit stop. Hey, man, you don't want to miss your exit, man. I mean, let me say that again. You don't want to miss your exit. It's so important. Some people don't want to get off the freeway. They don't want to get off the road. But trust me, for the purpose of maintenance and so you can finish the actual race, don't miss your exit. I was I was in Oklahoma. Me and my mom were taking my niece back to, to college from the house that we had in Oklahoma. And we missed the exit. And we thought, no big deal. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus. Let me tell you, it was a big deal because LA, I'm used to the next exit being a mile away. This next exit, no lie, was about 13 miles away. Wow. Assuming that Oklahoma was like California or Oklahoma City was like LA, the next exit be soon enough. I can mix this one. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Bruh, it took us way out of the way. Thank God that we had enough gas and it wasn't like an emergency situation. We just happened to miss our exit, but it taught me something. And now that something is applying here in this lesson, those pit stops are necessary because you don't know the length of the next string or the next leg of this race. Wow. Dude, there are so many layers of metaphors to what you just said because I just watched the sermon series by Mike Todd about cuffing season, yeah, I right? Watched it, yeah. Okay, the whole thing about being cuffed to your comfort. Sometimes the reason we don't take a purposeful, intentional pit stop is because we're allowing ourselves to be comfortable, right? We're allowing ourselves to be distracted by something else that feels good at the time, mm-hmm. but is not necessary for our calling. Mm. And it's so funny because I feel like there are so many times that if we miss our stop or we do not take a pit stop, we think to ourselves, hey, it's fine. Yeah. I'll get on the next one soon enough. What if you are actually delaying the greatness that God has put inside of you? What if you are actually delaying the call because you are not taking an intentional pit stop. You're taking a pit stop out of comfort. And that's not a pit stop that's fully aligned to God. Donovan, you've talked about this a little bit, that distraction is the enemy of greatness. Why is that? So this is the belief that I have. We believe that greatness is in relationship with excellence. And the Bible says for us to do all that we do as if we're doing it unto God. And we want to give God our best gift, Cain and Abel type story, right? We want to present to him our best. We want to give to him with the spirit of excellence. And we believe that excellence and greatness are in relationship together. But when you're distracted, that means that you are allowing other things to pull from your capacity. And if you're not using all of your capacities to do a great thing, how can you actually be in excellence? Uh, I feel that one heavy, man. And I feel like there are probably a lot of people listening to this that also feel that heavy. So what we need to do right now then is to figure out what are some of those distractions that keep us from the pit stop, from aligning ourselves with God. There are a ton of reasons, but I know for us, one of the reasons that we came up with is that the noise of the world is causing you anxiety. Mm. Yeah. I'm saying that again. Yeah, let's go for it. The noise of the world is causing you anxiety. 
Let's go to some verses. Colossians 2, 8. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. And 1 John 2, 17, and the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Donovan, man, what are you hearing in these verses? I'm hearing, man, that we have to protect our ear gates and our eye gates. We can't just be listening and getting involved in every single idea or theory or promotional marketing thing that's out there. It goes back to the fact that God says, um, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I have a plan and a path already set up for you, uniquely for you and your personality. Trust me on it. Because if you try to do everything, or even uh, if you try to do the majority of the things that everybody is pushing out there in culture, you're not going to know, one, what's for you, and two, you're going to waste yourself trying to do everything. And I've been there. I'm speaking from experience. And I think that the noise of the world is that these are the top five things to do. No, these are the top five. No, these are the top 10. When we're giving you our three, we're telling you this is what we've learned so far. And that's why I really love this podcast. But because we're giving you personal experience, not this expertise, like we know what's best. What we're really saying is become aware through your relationship with God, which is the personal alignment piece, to find out what is God really saying to you uniquely. And this is what he's saying to us. And maybe it resonates with you. We can't be worried about the noise of the world if we're not doing it the way the world says should be done. And I think that if we can get over that, we'll eliminate anxiety. And anxiety wouldn't have a floor to stand on if we get rid of that idea. And therefore, we could have more focus. Man, I I love that so much. Everything you're saying is... I I just talked to my sister about this, literally. Because my sister is now trying to build a new business. And in this new business, she is looking at all the ways that the world says you have to build business by social media, content marketing, or targeting. or uh, There are so many different ways to try to get traction. And she's finding it anxiety-inducing. Like, you can't believe. There are so many social... Like, you're talking about. There are so many social media gurus. There are so many gurus on how to be successful on Instagram, right? And, and the one thing that she said that, that pained me so much is that she felt so behind because she's comparing herself to everybody else's formula for success. And she's trying to figure out, God, with all this noise, what are you trying to say? I, I think this is one of the reasons why I love artists like Ed Sheeran, Adele. There's Kendrick Lamar, right? Bruno Mars. What you notice is that a lot of these people are not pandering to the way the world calls you to make music. Yeah. Today, it's supposed to be put out music all the time, all the time. Oh, you, you just put, put stuff out, put stuff out. How much of this music is actually inspired? If it's not inspired, it just becomes noise. And noise tires out your eardrums to where you can't appreciate beauty. Where you can't appreciate you know? meticulous detail. And so when you see an artist like Kendrick who takes five years or Adele that takes five years or Ed Sheeran who takes time off of social media to write and you don't necessarily see what's going on in their life, but you hear everything in their music, all the pain, all the anxiety, all the things that they've gone through, they can now put it into a product where they can give you honesty. 
in their experience. And I'm afraid that as children of God, if we focus on the noise, we're not aligned to the creator of heaven and earth who wants to give us beautiful, sweet tasting fruit to give this world that may not know what that even tastes like. Man, I just, I believe that wholeheartedly, man. We're children of God, not children of the next gimmick. And I think that if we can separate ourselves from that, there's nothing wrong if God has called you to go into this industry, do the same thing, and it's just gonna be your unique song or whatnot. There's nothing wrong with that. But we are saying check in. Check in with God and check in with yourself, man. It's okay if you need to take five or four years away or uh, if you do it every day and you're doing five times a day, if that's what you've been called to in this season, stay true to that. But we want you to know that truth feels a certain way inside of you. Alignment feels a certain way inside of you. There's a conviction that every single person has that wants to pull them back to where they really need to be and where they belong. And if you're ignoring that, you're causing your own detriment at the end of the day, you know? And so we go back to that old episode about what does it really profit you now that you've sold your personality, your uniqueness and everything for the next gimmick and it's not authentically who you were? How does that impact the legacy? How does that impact your impact? That's what we're talking about today, man. You really want to have that fulfillment. And this is the, this is the, it goes back to the formula for success, man. Personal alignment <sighs> plus self-development times faith in God. Yo, okay, what you were saying, <laughs> I completely wholeheartedly agree with that. Like, think about Jesus as a record producer, right? <laughs> or a new artist. Let, let, no, let's go, go with me. Think oh, about this. Let's go. Let's think about artist this. Artist of the year. Let's do it. Artist of the year, right? There was a religious music industry, if you will, of what the Pharisees and the Sadducees was producing. All this noise that was so distracting from the actual record of heaven. And this is what the people were listening to on a daily basis. And they didn't know exactly what was truth from God Almighty. Then Jesus comes as the greatest artist of all time and gives everybody a record that is so controversial to the religiosity of the music industry of that time. You had to make a decision whether this art was for you or not because he knew his message. He knew exactly what he was singing. He knew the records he was bringing down because they were inspired records from heaven. It's so beautiful to watch Jesus and he did not care. He did not care how the industry was going to receive him because he knew he was on purpose. If we get distracted, we're not going to be able to give people those beautiful records from heaven in your entrepreneurship, in your young professionalism, in your parenthood. So how do we stay aligned and not let the anxiety-inducing society around us, the, the music industry of life around us, how do we not allow that to terrorize our mind, if you will? Mm, yeah. And let the sweet music of heaven be the thing that we reflect onto the earth. Man, it, it, it goes back to one, recognizing, I think we've said this in a previous episode, it's our responsibility. We have to take radical responsibility for our minds. And that's what this whole podcast is about, just rewiring. There's some things you haven't been told about your uniqueness, about faith, about how to optimize yourself as a true um, high performer who wants to experience holistic success. The first rewiring that I had to do, um, we did this in our Bible study a while ago, is recognizing that, 
I love the people. I love they're being helped, impacted by this. I love the industry. I love that it exists because we can come in here and, you know, and leave our footprint. But they're not the gatekeepers. Oh, that's good. That small shift right there will now mm. begin to help you identify what's, what needs to be my next step. May your next step be your best step and may your best step be from a place of authenticity. They're not the gatekeepers of your fulfillment, your happiness, or your success. God is. And so all I do is to please him in hopes that people will be benefited by it, in hopes that the industry will be blessed by it, but aiming at his pleasure. Oof. So you heard that first. Do not let the noise of the world distract you. Do not let that noise cause you anxiety. That's not your portion. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Donovan, another reason you and I came up with for the reason we may be distracted from the pit stop is that sometimes we mistake the pit stop as laziness. Mm. The downtime that we need with God to be aligned like Mary and not be distracted like Martha. Martha... Looked at Mary like she was crazy <laughs> because she thought she was lazy. Mm. Yikes. Let's, let's go to some yeah. verses right here. This is one really good verse. First Kings 19, five through eight. Now this is Elijah running away from Jezebel and what happened thereafter. All at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. Mm. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. Donovan. Yeah. Talk about this pit stop. Bruh, I think that it's who is in the pit stop that's now getting to me. God is there. His angels, resources of heaven. We talk so much on this podcast about the partnership. And so it's my pit crew. My pit crew is there not just to help me maintain this vessel, but to give me foresight. Like, yo, we've been peeping out the track. You got a long leg coming ahead of you. We need we need to put extra fuel or we need to put some different kind of tires. Like it's giving me that foresight. Time with God is the pit stop. And he gives you foresight. He prophesies to you, here's what here's what's coming. Regardless of what you've been experiencing, there's a shift coming. And I'm exactly where I'm at right now in my season. He's saying there's a shift coming. This is this is the information you get in your pit stop. This is why it's so valuable. Or as you said earlier, this is why the pit stop is so necessary. He's giving you that mm-hmm. foresight to let you know what's coming and why what you're getting in this pit stop is so necessary. Oof. Bro, th- this is why I think it's so important. Uh, we talk about this so much, right? The way God works and the way the world works is so different. Truly so different. The world is saying, grind, 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 grind. We've said this before. What they're doing is that they're mistaking what you're doing as purposeful rest, as laziness. Yeah. They're looking at you and saying, You're not doing everything that you possibly can when God is saying you are doing everything you possibly can. Mm. That's why God is saying this journey may be too much for you if you overwork yourself. That's what would have happened to Elijah if he did not stop and God told him you need to take a second. That's what's going to happen if you don't refuel with me. That's what's going to happen if you don't reevaluate yourself and your relationship with me. That's what's going to happen if you don't remember why I've even set this race upon you. 
This is why Isaiah 14, 3, I think is another good verse for this. When the Lord has given you rest from your pain and turmoil and the hard service with which you were made to serve, Mm. you were made for this road. But the Lord is the one that says, hey, I am going to set the pace for you. Yeah. I am going to do it. So when I'm the one that is purposely intentionally taking time with you, right? The Sabbath or other times that you need just to realign. Do not worry about what they're saying over there because the beginning of the Lord is wisdom. Mm. So the opposite, if you do not fear the Lord and you don't take these purposeful rests, what they're doing is actually foolish and they may not even see it that way. That's why you have to be in relationship with God. And, and I love that we say it that way because we don't, when I think about the way the culture is doing things and we don't come at them, we don't come at this from a place of condemnation or judgment. No. It's a place of awareness that we're actually aiming at two different things. And so what we believe our listeners are aiming at is holistic success. We believe they're aiming at a holistic success. We believe that they want to experience true divine fulfillment. We believe that our listeners want that exceedingly abundantly above. We believe our, 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 our listeners, our community are in this entrepreneurship, are in this high performance for something greater than themselves. And that's all we're saying is that, yeah, there's a way the world is offering you, but that way is not going to get you what we're talking about, which is that holistic mm-hmm. success as a, as, a, as a high performer. Absolutely. So that's why don't make the same mistake that Martha did. Do not see the pit stop as laziness. See it as intentional time like Mary did with Jesus at his feet to get everything that you need from the source. Yeah. Look, this episode's good going a little longer than we expected, but it's because Donovan and I are being so impacted by just the things that, just the stuff that you're saying, Donovan, is 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 blowing my mind. And I just want to say thank you so much for this. This is honest, raw, real conversations that we're having. And tune in for part three of this conversation. We love you all, and remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Imagine Faith Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to be on our journey with us, then there's a few things you can do. First, subscribe so you can know when the next episode drops and share it with a few people you think would enjoy it as well. Second, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to the bottom of our website, www.imaginefaithtalk.com and send us comments, prayer requests, or tell us topics you'd like to hear on the podcast or even questions you'd love us to answer. Third, join our Imagine Faith Talk Club on Clubhouse. This is a space where you can connect with other like-minded individuals, and the rooms are hosted and led by members of our leadership team. You can see a schedule for when our rooms go live on our club or on our website. And finally, follow us on socials at Imagine Faith Talk. It's all one word. We love you all, and we'll see you on the next episode. Next up on Imagine Faith Talk. How do you not get distracted from the work at hand? Prioritize your essentials, but you balance your pursuits. There is so much love in the word no. I like that. Because that's God. That's the thing that God I know has called me to do. And that comes from the relationship with God. What is God Almighty calling you for? And how do you take away the distractions? I took two years off from social media. And for the people in the back. Well, I guess what we're doing is coaching every single week. So this is great. It's great. (laughs) 